Hello and welcome to the Dead Air Dudes. I'm Izzy. I'm traveling Raka. Traveling Raka on the road. And we're here with another episode for you, another video for you guys. Welcome all Dead Air Dudes Nation. Welcome everyone all around the States, Europe, Asia, and everywhere in between. Uh, SpaceX. Today, today we're going to have uh, one of our versus comparisons. We're going to take two recent post-apocalyptic or apocalyptic movies that came out both came out in 2020 you can see them both streaming online currently one is midnight sky 2020 film directed by george clooney starring george clooney felicity jones and uh written by ml smith and a book by lily brooks dalton you know and uh the other one is greenland also in 2020 directed by uh, rick roman Waugh and written by Chris Sparding, starring Gerard Butler, Scott Glenn, and Miranda Baccarin. All right, now we'll have Rocka go with Midnight Sky. Take it away. All right, so Midnight Sky, the George Clooney vehicle, now trending on Netflix, I believe. Yes. Uh, it's, it started out, now it's, it's a post of, no, actually it's, it's, in the middle of the apocalypse of Earth, they do not get into specifics as what happened, what caused it. It's, the Earth is imploding in the very eyes. They allude to a couple of things because he says uh, a key phrase of, we didn't take care of the planet. But basically, he plays the role of a, I would say, borderline... Uh, like a scientist? Doctor? Scientist, but possibly on a spectrum of Asperger's or, or he's very aloof and very socially awkward. Very but he is, he's dri extremely smart. And he's driven by finding a new colony for humans to, to go to in the unlikely event, which is now the likely event of a global pandemic or maybe, I mean, global apocalypse, or possibly we will outgrow the earth as far as population. Either way, he meets a fellow woman scientist, actually the woman scientist meets him, and she's the one to, she's, she's totally enamored by him, but she's the one that engages in a relationship. Fast forward a few years, they have a kid, but he won't leave the research. You know, research or family, research or family, he stays with the research. Fast forward into present time where things are imploding. He is in some research facility, I believe in Antarctica, and everybody's leaving, trying to get to some kind of shelter. He wishes to stay behind. As he endures what, again, there's no specifics, but it seems to be a terminal illness involving his respiratory system and maybe his whole body. He gives himself um, therapy. He checks his breathing. He checks his blood levels. He thinks he's all alone, left behind, and by his choice. But no, there seems to be a young girl left behind who's also by chance mute. Her name is Iris. He uses Iris as a talking point. What a question. She's mute, you know. And she's mute. Long story short, yes, spoilers abound. There's an interstellar spaceship that went to to see a planet he had targeted to be possible life-sustaining for humans. It's, it's a positive ID, yes, but they're returning back and he's telling the ship, no, 
Don't come back. Go back to where you are. Start a new life. Earth is shot. Earth is a wasteland. It turns out that the girl on board does not know it, but he is her father. She, her name is Iris. He saves them and in turn saves humanity. Ah, it was largely predictable, but we'll get to the pros and cons. And if you want to go to Greenland, I turn over the phone to you. All right, Greenland, like you said, is starring um, Gerard Butler, Marina Backrin. Gerard Butler plays, what was his name? He plays, um, he, geez, I forgot his name. Oh. But he, but he plays, uh, he plays, He's a he plays an engineer, structural yeah, engineer. He's a structural, structural engineer. And there's a comet, not an asteroid, a comet coming, and it's supposed to come close, it's going to be real close to the Earth. And everyone's all excited about it, whatever. But it comes to pass, it's going to really devastate it. It's going to, it's going to be an Earth, a, a planet killer, a level and uh, extin- extinction level event, EXE. Right? ELE, I'm sorry. And they had a lottery, and all the people that are necessary in the world who can help rebuild the world, you know, are sent to a bunker in, guessed it, Greenland, and to pretty much jumpstart civilization again. Now, the, 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 the thing here is that instead of you expecting it to be a deep impact volcano, Armageddon type, where the buildup is and you see everything blowing up, this is more of a, I won't say a family piece, but it's more of a, you know, a lot of talking, a lot of freaking uh, inner working within the family on, because he left the family. Either they don't go really into details, either he cheated or he stepped away. Oh, yeah, he, he cheated. There you go. He, he cheated. He stepped away from the marriage and now he wants to come, wants to come back. So she's taking him back and it's all, you know, whatever. And there he they gotta go they and so they drive all the way down to the, the military base i spoilers abound by the way everyone and please like comment subscribe to our channel thank you hit that button and all that good stuff and come to pass that the kid has type a diabetes type a right so yeah anyway so he has one of those machines type one okay it's one of the machines, so he basically, if you're sick, you can't go. They get kicked off the plane. They get separated. He spends the rest of the movie trying to get back to his family. She goes to see her her dad, who played by Scott Scott Glenn, a nice little cameo. And then they finally find another another way. They have to go to Canada, and then from Canada they're gonna get on a plane, and from the plane they're gonna go from Canada to Greenland. Okay, all right. So they finally get get there, get there almost late. People are dying left and right. You know, pieces of the pieces of the comics are coming down, and they reunite and they love each other again. And and and, and there's a nice scene with, with the dad, and the dad stays because he has to freaking stay because you know to take care of the horses and whatever. So they know he's gonna die, and and the kid and the mom and you know all, all kind of you know, putting in your heartstrings. And they get to Canada. The the, the last pain is leaving. He freaking goes and he drives in front of the plane, stops the plane. The plane's full, which was kind of a douchey move. I get it, but I mean, the guy said, 
you know, you're going to probably kill us, you know, if, if you freaking, you know. You're 200 pounds plus, you know, you're 200 pounds. I mean, if you look back in, in, in 300, he, that man is not 200 pounds. He's more than that. But that's besides the point, you know. In 300, he was less than it, but. Yeah, but he was, <laughs> but. He found the buffet line. Then they finally convince him. They get on the plane. He's all burnt up because he was a good Samaritan and he saved someone's life. So there, I, at that point, I thought that he was gonna freaking die. And I'm thinking, well, what a what a what a what a, what a way to go after all this bullshit. He's gonna die from 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 from, from freaking uh, you know burns. But they get back to Greenland. They finally make it, and the world ends. Five months later, six months later, was it was it was it two months later? Whatever. And they come out, and the birds are chirping, and the end. Happily ever after. Pretty much. I mean, considering it's all a fucking shithole, barren, you know. But uh, I mean, look, there were lots of there were plot holes. Obviously, there were things that you had to turn your brain off for it to work. Now, obviously. Butler as your everyman, you know, action hero works. Baccarin, you know, she's, you know, a capable actress, you know, that works. The kid worked, I mean, everything, all that worked. Now, people go in and expecting it's going to be, you know, they're going to destroy New York City. When we get saved, at least on camera, you know, you don't, you don't see it. It's in California. Tampa gets direct. So, you know, Florida gets, really gets it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, as far as a piece, you know, like showing how the downfall of society and how, I guess, they make it through at the end, it works. But it was ho-hum, I guess. It, it was unspectacular for an apocalyptic movie. Uh, it, it tried to be more dr- dr- uh, family drama with a redemption arc, especially just his character. And... I'm sorry, you're doing an apocalyptic movie. The beginning, middle, and at the end has a few sci-fi CGI great scenes, but by and large, I kind of expected a little bit like uh, 2012, you know, uh, Volcano. Um, Pick one, pick one. Any apocalyptic movie, it really was a letdown in terms of the blow me away cinematography, you know, and if you're going to go the drama route, half the shit that goes on with the kid being kidnapped, this, and then they find each other is com- so completely unbelievable. Yeah. You lose me. You lose me. You tell me the kid gets kidnapped by these, by the couple that needs an in, and he has the wristband from the lottery to get in. They're all scattered all over the highway. There should be more chaos than there was. There is not that kind of chaos all over the place. There should be worldwide looting, barbar- barbarism, all this stuff. That's all lacking. Yeah, and it's totally lacking, which to me was a total, total flaw. I get where you're going and how you center everything, but traffic seems to be moving like normal on the side. That's BS. I mean... There should be rampant, uncivilized acts of violence and debauchery left and right. It should be so chaotic. They're all like, ooh, ooh. And I'm like, people should be, people should be freaking 
fornicating on the table, doing all kinds of crazy. If they're going to freaking go all out and the war's going to end, because actually, they actually say uh, 48 hours, uh, you know, that's it. Yeah. Uh, that's it for civilization. Something's so, gonna hit, you know, uh, somewhere in Europe or Africa. It's gonna hit. It's gonna destroy eighty-five percent of the earth, or at least, you know, civilization. So those yeah. are my pet peeves with Greenland. As far as Midnight Sky, say for what it is, it dragged. Oh my goodness! The sky was boring to me. I mean, and I hate to say it was boring. It was dull. It was. It kind of dragged. I get it. I can imagine in book form, in the it would have been more riveting, would have been more... Right, because you have an introspective of the main character and right. his regrets and how he's trying to make good by saving her life, regardless of the fact that he was incapable of being part of her life when she was growing up. And then the saving humanity becomes an afterthought in the background. I get that part. I just don't... I just... It was so see-through and transparent that the girl was a figment of his imagination. That if you, uh, he he dives in the trailer into the, I don't know, minus whatever degrees, freezing hypothermia, cold water, gets out of it unscathed. Mind you, he's terminally ill, and he still makes it to the tower. You want to talk about suspension of disbelief? Hey, I man, mean, he was, he, he was doing it all for the children. Right. Right, you know, and, now, you know, my willpower, I can cure my amputated leg. Uh. Let me ask you this much. Do you think that if you take away George Clooney and you put, let's say, you know. Gerard Butler? <laughs> Gerard Butler in the movie. Would it be better or would it be worse? Worse. So Clooney did. Clooney still has, he still has the star power. And mind you, he lost a unhealthy amount of weight for this movie. I believe he was almost hospitalized if he was hospitalized because he dropped so much weight to look emaciated uh, for this flick. So that was a big letdown in that sense. It had more of the sci-fi that you want from that kind of genre. It still was lacking. Basically, Rock is um, saying that Hubie Halloween is better than Minesta. <laughs> I mean, uh, watch out for our reel because we're going to reel off way more entertaining apocalyptic movies than this. Um, I don't understand really why both movies came out. I mean, except for the pandemic and you're kind of, you're trying to ride the waves of worldwide survival, panic, who knows? Um, well, I'm thinking, I mean, these movies are a drag in the sense that if all things being equal, no COVID, and we're going to the theaters, and, and I'm watching Green and the big screen. I'm going to be pissed off because it's like, fuck, I'm being. I want my money back. I'm being promised destruction, and all you get is a couple, like a, like a, a comet storm, and a couple things here and there, and you know, not many, not much, you know, and a CGI thing. Oh, they, there goes Florida. You didn't show me anything. San Andreas was a better visual movie, even though the whole movie itself sucked ass. Sorry, Rock. Cousin Rock. Yeah. So I guess what would be appropriate? Um, parts around in in uh, in terms of uh, uh, what do you call it? What do we call it? Life uh, extinction level event meteors. Out of five meteors, five being totally annihilation of the universe, but an awesome spectacular movie. Uh, one being a pebble the size of half a penny drops and nobody notices 
what say you about these two movies, Izzy? Oh, I give Midnight Sky a one and a half, uh, one and a half pebble. One and a half pebble. And what say you about Greenland? You know what? I'm, like I said before, I'm a fan of more in a background, so I give it two. <laughs> okay. Um, I ripped them to shreds, but I'm not going to be as, as uh, c- cold as that. I'll give both movies two each. To me, one does not present itself better than the other with their own individual flaws. Um, I'm not saying the performances were terrible. I think the movie as a whole... Performances were solid. I mean, if... if they were solid. But the movie itself, the, the storyline, the plotline, the scripting, the directing, the lack of CGI where I wanted it in both were monumentally disappointing. And therefore, it's hard to even give it three extension-level meteors and we'll just go with two okay basketball-sized pebbles. That being said... That was our verses. So in the battle of the mediocre, meteor, meteor comic films, who wins? Slight edge goes to Greenland, I suppose. Greenland takes it for me, again, slightly. So I guess if you're bored and you saw, you finished watching Sabrina or whatever, and you want, you want a paddock cleanser, go ahead. You watch Greenland. But don't, but don't pay for it. Don't. I'm, no, 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 please. You know, you know, I mean, try not to pay too much. How about that? There you go. Yeah, I mean, for, for the sake of anything. All right, so it looks like Gerard Butler has fallen once again. Pun, pun, pun. And uh, thanks for listening into this uh, quick review of two uh, recently released apocalyptic movies. Uh, Again, thanks for subscribing, liking, and tuning in. And as our podcast and YouTube channel continues to grow, we will grow with you. Give us the feedback. Let us know. Thanks a bunch. Remember to save the whales. Save the whales. Everyone take care. And as always, please like, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. Take care, guys.